gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages welcome back to pierre finesse with the host jacob murgerson and the man over to my left the friend the guy who i think who has about five or six thousand drafts on tiktok just ready to be posted at his disposal malcolm govius are you basically bryce hall don't compare me to bryce hall i don't know maybe more like a polo boy type figure i don't know i don't know who polo boy is i don't know what that is one of the OG guys, I think. I don't know. Oh, what do you mean OG of TikTok, bro? It's been out for a year and a half, maybe. Twenty. It's like twenty eighteen. No, twenty eighteen. Yeah, hundred percent. Coronavirus since first year. Since first year, it's been out. Because remember, remember Old Town Road. That's where I found it first, and you guys like what is this? Yeah, and you guys, you guys were like, what is this song? And then it blew up, and you're like, wow, this is this this nice. Twenty. I wasn't part of that. I joined TikTok once lockdown started, March 2020. Jeez. That's, when I, that's when I hit it. And I can't even tell you, that's like, the, that was the peak renegade. <laughs> but yeah, oh I think Charlie D'Amelio was on a Super Bowl commercial in 2020. So it must have been big. You know what? It was February of 2020 because those three, like Addison Ray and the D'Amelios, were all at the All Star game. And that's when I found out about TikTok. Like the because, NBA All Star game? Yeah, because yeah. Aaron Gordon dunked over the three of them oh yeah and then you're like dancing with ninja or something yeah i I remember all that that is when i joined tiktok but we're not talking tiktok (laughs) we're not talking nba as much as people want me to talk about tiktok because you know not a big deal but uh, 60,000 views in pure finesse tiktok who did who posted i don't know but (laughs) nhl playoff preview today and some season award predictions from me and malcolm so tonight i believe is the last day of regular season games so the teams are going to be in the playoffs minus yeah. the Vancouver Canucks because they have to catch up on all their games to be caught up with so tonight is the last day for the West Division and the North but most of the all the playoff seeds are already determined and ready to go so the first game in the I would like to say the East Division or no I believe it's the Central is the Florida Panthers going up to play the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Central, yeah. Battle of Florida? These two teams have been neck and neck the whole season, and I would say a very, very good rivalry this year in 56 games. You saw yeah. how it ended up their last game in the regular season together with a bit of a dust-up, so nice little way to get into the playoffs, a little bit of hostilities, and Malcolm, it's nice to see the Florida Panthers actually having a good team because they, for as yeah. long as we've been around, they've been terrible. And I want to say it was the late 90s. They made the cup final. And a lot of fans, if you want to call them fans, in Sunrise, Florida. And I think this is probably going to have the most fans in the stands because, you know, for the North Division, there isn't going to be any fans. So true. I would like to see a lot of fans, vaccinated fans, to be at these games. Yeah, I'd like to see a lot of fans, too. I think it would be great. Um, just because it's too, you have like the Tampa Bay Lightning reigning champions and then Florida Panthers who are just really good this season. I didn't expect them to be this good. I thought they'd be pretty decent, maybe catching that fourth spot. But they got that was it second or third spot? Second, I believe. Second, wow. So they're ahead of the I think Lightning. Tampa's third. Yeah, that's crazy. So 
Um, it's just good to see. I think though, even with all this, the good play and everything, I think the Lightning just have that experience coming off the cuff win. And in previous years, like we know, they've been good for a very long time. I think they just have that um, playoff experience. So I think the Lightning are going to win this one and just edge it out. I think it's going to go to six games and I think the Lightning will win. Well, they also have two very good players coming back to play for them and yeah. Nikita Kucherov, who hasn't played a game all season. Nope. And Steven Stamkos, who both of them are supposed to be in the lineup come game one when these two teams square off. But I like the Panthers. And really? they've played very, very well all season long. Whoever plays for them in that, if it's Bobrovsky, if it's Chris Dredger, if it's Spencer Knight, I mean, they have an influx of goaltending right now, and that's yeah. probably going to be the end of the road once the expansion draft comes in the summer. But until then, I mean, they can roll with anybody. If one goalie has a bad night, oh, Dredger, go ahead and play. Spencer Knight, go ahead and play. So they don't have to lean on a $10 million goaltender in Bobrovsky mm-hmm. to be the guy, even though he really should be. He's getting paid $10 million. But that's for another conversation. But they have uh, they have Barkov, Huberto had a breakout season for them He's this year. Really good. Yeah. Uh, the water down Ontario's own Carter Verhage. What no big deals got 20 goal season, so he's gonna he's, he's been worth every penny for Florida this year. I think they pull off if you want to call it an upset, but they're ranked higher. They, I think, are going to go out and beat the Tampa Bay Lightning in seven in seven games. I was gonna ask how many games you think that's gonna go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think it'll be a really hard fought series. It's gonna be one of the I think one of the, probably the better ones to watch. There's a few of them. That I don't think I'll really pay attention to, but this one I'll, I'll keep an eye out for them. And a less than 100% Victor Hedman because he's supposed to be having off-season hip surgery. Yeah. So he's going to try to tough it out for the playoffs. The North Division champion, that's right, North Division champion Toronto Maple Leafs will be playing the Montreal Canadiens for the first time since 1979 Yeah. in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, I'm sure you know more than I do. What is the status on Carey Price and Brendan Gallagher? So I think Brendan Gallagher, they're saying he's ready to go uh, come playoff time. I, I've been checking up on Carey Price, trying to find some news. There's not much on it. He hasn't played since like April 14th or something or 28th, something like that. Um, I don't know if he's going to be 100%. They they need him to be 100% because I don't think you can rely on Jake Allen and obviously Caden Primo. Uh, as you've seen, Caden Primo obviously only had four games played this whole season. So I don't think you can really rely on them when you have an X factor like Carey Price, like what he did last year against Pittsburgh. Hopefully he can try to do the same thing this year against the Maple Leafs. I think Gallagher is ready to go. Weber, I think, is ready to come back. Um, and then Deneau, I think he's not ready to come back. They're one of their best centers. They haven't really had a number one center for a very long time. Ever. I, Since Saku Koibu. I don't think you can call Deneau a number one center. So. Since Saku Koibu, they've not had a one. Yes, one. since Koibu. So a lot of in, like end of the season, just injury riddled. Hopefully these guys had their rest. They were resting uh, to Foley. And well, Anders- their first game is not until May 20th. Yeah, exactly. They're not playing until for quite Next some time. Thursday. So they have time to rest. They have time to rest. But it's going to be a tough one against this veteran, Loaded. skilled Maple Leafs Loaded team. Maple yeah. Leafs team is yeah. the actual way of saying it. Not okay. veteran, loaded. Yeah. But you guys have like four former captains, right? Amongst them, how many cups have they won? Uh, oh, grand yeah, total no. of zero. <laughs> Uh, Jake Muzzin's got a cup. Okay, yeah, but he's not a cat. He wasn't the captain of a. I was saying of your four like former captains who are supposed to be your leaders. How much does Shea Weber have? Oh, zero. That's yeah. right. Relax. Yeah. Whatever. Make that analogy later. Who won the Who won Montreal's got a cup? Tell me. You can't. No, but I don't think. Enlighten me. Enlighten me. 
Did Dano win with Chicago no. ever? No. No. Oh, so you could be quiet. I don't but think so. Montreal is going to get steamrolled. Toronto, this is not going to – this will be some – this will be tough, but nothing really. This is a, a brush on the shoulder. It would be the Leafs in five. You think Leafs in five? I'm saying Habs in six. That's your stuff, Homer. No. I don't want to hear about it. Boilers, Jets are in the North Division, the next matchup in the North Division. Uh, the Jets are, what, are one and nine in their last ten? They are – they sputtered into the playoffs, if you want to call that. And the Oilers um, – they have their number two. Back wins, beat Montreal, beat Vancouver. McDavid's got 100 points in 56 games, probably more than that now. So they're coming in red hot. I think this, uh, Connor Hellebuck has been very, very shaky the last two weeks. Yeah. Nick Ehlers, though, is coming back for the playoffs. Who He's missed the last couple of weeks with, I want to say it's an upper body injury from Jumbo, giving him the one-two Mayweather, three-four McGregor. So they have him back for the playoffs. But is this even going to help against Edmonton? I don't think so. Edmonton's had their number, right, like all season. I don't think the Jets – I think the Jets would rather have played Toronto than play Edmonton. And even as a Habs fan, I would have rather played Edmonton than played Toronto just because I don't like listening to Toronto fans talk. But uh, I, I don't really think you have uh, – McDavid and Dreisaitl, who are just probably the best one-two punch in the whole league. Um, always up there in points. Obviously, McDavid leading the league in points. Like you said, 104 is ridiculous. For 56 games i know people will argue it was north division right same with like the matthews conversation and his goals like oh it's the north division they can well who else is doing it though have to There's put no, the puck in the net man exa- exactly no one else is doing it if it's so easy like how come nobody else is doing it so i don't really agree with that argument but uh you gotta give credit where credit's it's just due. better american fans exactly you gotta give credit where credit's due um i, I think the oilers will edge this one out in five games Five. Yeah, I think it's. No I don't even think it's going to be close. No respect to the Vezina winner and nope. Hellebuck. Nope. What? Well, what's been the question mark for the whole McDavid era in Edmonton? What's that? Full tending. Yeah. True. So they're going to have to have Mike Smith play like Mike Smith that is that we've seen this season. Yeah. But you never playoffs is a different beast. But I will say the Oilers will win in seven. I think seven. Winnipeg is going to get their poop in a group. Paul Maurice is a pretty veteran coach. He knows how to get his players behind him. Pretty they have coach. Nick Ehlers back. Um, and they're actually playing for something now. I think I'm sure you can make the argument that like, oh, they're already in the playoffs. They're just getting their bodies ready to go for the playoffs, getting Could the be, matchups, yeah. playing the defensive pairings, you know, different guys are playing with different people just so that they're accustomed to playing with them, even though they played one and nine in the ten games. So I think the Oilers will win this, but it will be in seven games. Probably the best division in hockey. The West yeah. Division, the Colorado Avalanche, who finished first and overall in the NHL, winning the President's Trophy. Crazy. We'll be playing the 2019 Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. Um, Colorado is, again, like the Leafs, loaded everywhere. Yeah, it's just not like, – and we know because we we have Cam, right? Cam always lets us know that Cam McCarr is the best defenseman in the league. Nathan McKinnon's better than McDavid or – Anyone look, he doesn't say that, but a lot of Colorado fans would say that, that Nathan McKinnon's probably the best player in the league. Um, I don't even think it's going to be close in this series, to be honest. I know you can't say like the Blues are a bad team because they're not a bad team, but I just think Colorado is just too many weapons, like you said. I just don't think it's going to be a, a fair matchup. Yeah, I will say abs in five. Yeah. Um, Jordan Bennington has had a very off year for his standard of playing. Very much so. Um, trying to fight everybody in sight. Trying to scrap, but it's a good thing Devin Dubnik is in the goaltender in this series because I think he tried to scrap with him every game, he, every chance he get. Um, I like Abs in five. 
I say sweep for the Avs. <laughs> next game in the West, which I think is probably going to be the best series of the first round, is the yeah. Vegas Golden Knights against the Minnesota Wild. Um, the good, two good goaltenders. Very good. Vegas with Vegas or Mark Andre Fleury and Robin Leonard and Kirill the Thrill, who arguably is the best player in Minnesota, and he's a rookie. If you want to class, well, he is classified as a rookie. He's but a rookie to each their own. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think Vegas and Colorado are just poised for a collision course in the West Final. I can't wait to see that series happen. I will see Vegas winning this in six. In six, and like you said, uh, Leonard and Flurry, they won the Jennings, right? So two good goalies. One doesn't have a good like it's like uh, when Pittsburgh won the Cup with Matt Murray and uh, Flurry again. One doesn't have a good game. Throw the other one in there. Like you can rely on both goalies, which is good. But I think Flurry is going to be very solid. Um, I say Golden Knights in six too. I'll say six games. Uh, we're going to the Metro, I think it's called. I don't know what the series like. These make makeshift divisions, man. I don't yeah, know, but I you get know. the gist of things. The Pittsburgh Penguins, who won this division, is yeah. going up to play the New York Islanders. Uh, Barry Trotz and the New York Islanders. Um, they've been one and two. Like this division has been really, really topsy turvy in terms of who was leading it. I think first and four only separated by six points, yeah. so all very, very close. And Pittsburgh ended up winning the division. Brian Burke and Ron Textall, I mean, Hextall got it rolling. Yeah. Once they got hired, because, you know, they were talking about them not making the playoffs. But after the hire, they figured things out. Exactly. I was going to say in, earlier on in the season, like, I don't think anyone had money on Pittsburgh winning the division because of how topsy, like you said, topsy turvy it was, people all over the place, teams moving up and down. I didn't think the Penguins were going to be as good as they were. And then they finished first in the division. So that was just a shock to me. I like the Islanders, though. You, I'm, I, I don't know if you remember this, but when we had our NHL preview with Mateus, um, I said the Islanders were my pick to win the division and be the better team in this division. I still think they are one of the better teams in this division, and I think they're going to edge this one out against the Penguins, and I'm going to say in seven games. Uh, I'm flipping the script there. I know because like, last year we saw Pittsburgh go out early in the first round against your Habs. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people saying that this doesn't want to happen again Yeah, for true. Pittsburgh and all their big boys are like, they don't have much time left in the tank. So I think they have only a couple more years left of the core that they have now to try to make a run for the cup. So I will be saying the Penguins to win in six, regardless of how people think of the New York Islanders being a really, really good defensive team, which they are. Yeah. But I think that talent is going to prevail in this series. The next one, is the Washington Capitals to play the Boston Bruins. I can't stand seeing the Boston Bruins in the playoffs for obvious reasons, but David Pasternak's been sputtering over the last 20 games. I think he's only had five goals. Yeah. I think he's got to get himself in a groove. And again, I, same thing with Pittsburgh. I don't think there's much time left for this core with Patrice Bergeron and Marchand, with those guys aging. Yep. Who do you have winning this series? Well, I, I hate the Capitals. I cannot stand Tom Wilson. I think he should be out of the league. Uh, Wouldn't for, it be awesome to see a Wilson Marchand scrap? Oh, I would just love to see Wilson get punched in the face so many times. Just so uh, I don't really was injury upon him. Like not like where he's like, I can't play, but I just want to see him get pummeled. I think this guy should be out of the league. Very, the dirtiest player I've ever seen in hockey. Um, Dude, take in a my, trip to the eighties, man. Relax. The eighties. But the thing is with the eighties, they didn't have all these rules. Right. And these guys weren't wearing helmets. You have all these rules now to protect players and do all this and that. And this guy's still going out there with his anger issues. Like, don't get, don't, there's no kick to Adelie talk. Just get him. Get him well, you're there, fine. Nah, no problem. This, this guy, he doesn't learn. But um, with that bias aside, I game. still think 
that, yeah. like you okay. said, I'm sorry. Yeah. ESPN in the U.S. you know doesn't cover hockey as much as it covers, especially here in Canada. Like yeah. you're lucky to get two minutes of airtime in a 60 minute time span mm-hmm. in hockey. And this was front page news with Tom exactly. Wilson getting Buchnevich and Panarin. So it's going to grow the game, regardless if that or regardless if fans <laughs> like it or not. No such thing as people bad publicity. People are going to tune in to watch Tom Wilson. That's true. I, I, that makes a good point because, like you like marketing one on one, no such thing as bad publicity, right? So it, as you were. Exactly. But back to the series, I think, like you said, the Bruins don't have much time left. Uh, I think they're going to win this one out. I don't think the Capitals, uh, they're a good team, right? They're still a great team, but I think Tucker Rask, is he, no, is he even playing? He's still playing, right? I was, I was thinking about last year when he said, I'm going to quit, but um, no, he's playing. I think they'll win us one in six games for the Bruins. I will say Capitals in six. I think there's more depth in Washington, more goal scoring in Washington because you know, you know the Boston Bruins, right? They're all big, physical. Yeah. Not a whole lot of skill except for the perfection line of Prasternak, Bergeron, and Marchand. Yeah. But those, that line isn't clicking. They're not winning. Exactly. So it's going to – and also, Sadeo Chara returned to Boston for a playoff series. Give me I a even break. In. I didn't even clue in on that. Give wow. me a break. And now the last series in the first round in the mm, the Central or the Metro, whatever it's, it's the called. It's Central, this know, one, yeah. Central. The Carolina Hurricanes against the National Predators. We were talking early in the season, Nashville, you know, trading away their assets. Yeah, not making the playoffs, and they somehow figured it out, and now they're in the playoffs to play probably the, they're the best team in the Central in Carolina. Uh, Mark Duchesne, man, I think I saw he only has six goals this season. Rather than that's injury or COVID related, he's getting paid six million bucks to put the puck in the net. And it's like it's like this one of these Bobby Ryan situations where you have him, you sign him for a long time, and he's just not living up to his contract. And uh, I don't think the Predators have anything. To, like I don't think they have what it takes to beat the Hurricanes. I think the Hurricanes are just a well put together team. Great coach in Rod Brendamore. I think he's done a great job with his team. Uh, be, being first, I don't think anyone would have picked Carolina to be first in this division. So I think that's kudos to them. I think they're going to win this one in five games. Yeah, I think so too. If that was to be one series, to be a sweep, it'd be this one. Uh, yeah. Carolina's just again loaded everywhere. Goaltending, I don't know, Mraz yeah. or Reimer, either or they play well in the regular season, but. You know, play again, playoffs is a whole different beast, but great defensively, very depth, great forward depth. So they're going to be, again, poised to make a good deep playoff run. Yeah. Some individual awards next. The Hart Trophy, I think, is a lock for this is probably one of the best locks for a Hart Trophy in some time. Yeah. It's got to be McDavid. It has to be McDavid, right? Like other names, like we'll put in there, like M- Matthews, right? Obviously. Him That's and his goals, well. Sidney Crosby, him getting the t- team up to first place, and then Nathan McKinnon, too. Just a bunch of great names. But when you put up 104 points in 56 games, there's no really debating it. You could put your team on your back. You got the team to where they needed to be in a playoff position. I, I don't think there's any arguing. I don't think many people would be upset with McDavid getting the Hart Trophy. Yeah, it's an absolute lock. The yeah. Calder, which is the rookie of the year, the three, probably, or three or four real big names that should be put into this conversation is Kirill Kaprizov from Minnesota, Jason Robertson of Dallas, and two Ottawa Senators, and Tim Stutzla and Josh Norris. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, do you see what the Ottawa fans did for, of course. for Stutzla? The hat-trick, that was just brought a tear to my eye. And Ottawa fans are the best. <laughs> but um, other than Montreal fans, of course. But uh, I think Stutzla is going to – I think he deserves to win this one. 12 goals, 17 assists. Didn't play, like, amazing. I know a lot of people will say Kaprizov, too. Only reason for me is, like, I don't like that. He is, like, classified as a rookie, right? I didn't like the whole thing when Panarin won Rookie of the Year. 
Um, it's kind of the, the same situation now. So I'm just going with that. I think Kapsov may have had a better year and had more of an impact with the Wild. But I think uh, Stutzel had the best, like, real rookie year, if you say. Well, you know, I might have to pronounce his name right if you want to win the rookie of the year. Because it's Tim Stutzla. Stutzla. But it's, I, I mean, to the definition of a rookie, it's going to be Kirill Kaprizov yeah. to win it. He's yeah. been unbelievable. He's must-see TV. He's best player in the Minnesota Wild. And, again, probably another lock for the Calder, just for the definition of a rookie. Even though he's exactly. 23, he's going to win the Calder. Yeah. This is where it gets interesting. The Vesna, um, some four guys that should be listed for the finalists there. Tampa Bay's Andre Vasilevsky. Vegas is Marc-Andre Fleury. Colorado's Philip Grubauer and the reigning champion of the Vesna Award, even though we had a soft last end last two weeks of the season, Winnipeg's Connor Hellebuck. I think Malcolm's making his prediction with the jersey he has in his hands. That's 29 from Vegas. Mark Andre Fleury. 26, 10 and 0, 1.98 goals against average, 928 save percentage, which is unbelievable in six shutouts. Yep. I like Colorado's Philip Grubauer to win the award. No, not a sexy name like a Vasilevsky or a Mark Andre Fleury. But you look where Colorado is. Yeah. First in the league. I know Grubauer is tied for the league lead with seven shutouts, and he's missed two weeks with COVID, and he's still True. got seven shutouts. I, I don't discredit that. Like Grubauer played had an amazing year. And um, unbelievable in fantasy, no big deal. Uh, did you have him in fantasy? Oh, of course. Yeah, he, he, maybe that's why you're picking him. But I think – I think you can't go wrong with the three. I think the first three in Vasilevsky, Fleury, or Grubauer. I don't think anyone would be upset with either of them. I don't know, like you said, with Hellebuck, just having that rocky end to the season may have hurt his chances of winning it again this year. So I just see Fleury. I agree. Fleury or Grubauer, one of those two. Same division, too. Or Jack Campbell. Nah, okay, now you stop with your nonsense. <laughs> the Norris Trophy winning or nominees for best defenseman of this up last season are – Possibly Tampa Bay's Victor Hedman, Colorado's Kel McCarr. Yeah, we all know about Kel McCarr. No, I'm not going to even say that. I you know Jeff how this. No, that's I'm not Montreal's kidding. That's, that's on. Petrie. I'm look. I was going on the odds to win it, and Jeff Petrie was right there. The New York Rangers, Adam Fox, Boston Bruins, Charlie McAvoy, and I don't know how you didn't have this name before I changed it. Is Edmonton Oilers defenseman Darnell Nurse? Yeah, man. Before you don't just think about the impact of Jeff Petrie before you discredit it and how good he plays. I don't think he's going to win it. Obviously, no, I'm not he's saying not. he's not going to win it, not even close. But he was one of those guys who were in the conversation to win it. Like he has better odds than Darnell Nurse himself. So uh, don't discredit great quality, talented defensemen. But Ooh. obviously, my pick for it is Kale McCarr. Eight goals, 36 assists, 44 points in the season. He had a set, uh, plus 17, plus minus. Great for a defenseman. Brought his team on the number one team in the league, right? Winning the President's Trophy again. So I just, I think it has to be Nikhil McCarr in my eyes. I think you're wrong. I think it should be Darnell Nurse to win the Norris. I've been saying it for months about him winning it. He's got 16 goals, 20 assists, and a plus 29 rating. Not Give bad. me a break. I know he's probably playing with me, David, most of the time. <laughs> But yeah. McCarr's playing with McKinnon. True. Okay. And you take Darnell Nurse off of the defense in Edmonton. I mean, come on. Who else is playing defense in Edmonton other than Darnell Nurse? You look at Bill McCarr, you got Sam Girard, you got Bowen Byron. Two absolute studs already. Studs. You yeah. talk about Edmonton, what? Tyson Berry, who played terrible last year in Toronto. Yeah. You can thank Darnell Nurse for resurging, re- resurrecting his career. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Ethan Bear. I mean, okay. 
and that's like Clefbaum hasn't played a game. Yeah, Clefbaum's injured, so yeah. Darnell Nurse is the man. I think he should win the Norris, hundred percent. I'll take. I'll Art take. Ross is best most assists in the season or most points, excuse me, and that's an absolute lock with Connor McDavid with Obviously. 104 right now. Uh, the Jack Adams is the best best coach. Um, four locks, I think, to be nominated is Colorado's Jared Bednar, Tampa Bay's John Cooper, Carolina's Rod Brindamore, and New York Islanders' coach Barry Trotz. Yeah, and like I said before, I, I loved Rod Brendamore and what he did with the team this year. First in the Central, they went 36-12-8, and and they had a plus-43 goal differential. I just think that's great, like what they did with the team. And when you don't really have like a set number one goaltender either, and you still end up first in the division, that's very impressive because you have Morazic and Reimer sharing time there, like you said. So I think Brendan Moore deserves to win this one. Yeah, I like this pick too. I think Carolina has been up and up with trending for a number of years. You made that great run to the Eastern Conference Finals in 2019. Yep. And had another good playoff run in 2020 and finished first in the Central. What else do you need? I yeah. think this is a good lock for Mr. Brendan Moore to get his first Jack Adams award. And I think you'll watch out for this name to be going to the crack because he's up for contract extension. Yeah. Him and Ron Francis played together in Carolina. So I would watch out for Ron Rindemore's name to be going to Seattle. Really? I hope the Rocket Richard. I cannot believe this is awesome. I can't believe Mal Malcolm didn't want to read this off first because, you know, he's such a big fan of this guy. 41 goals. It's the reason why I wear a mustache because the playoff muzzies are in season. And that's Austin Matthews. I mean, give me a break. This guy scores wherever. Put him anywhere. He's scoring a goal. He had 18 goals in 18 games to start off the season. Crazy. I think he's got 23 and 21 right now. The last 21 should have 50 goals if it's again robbed again of 50 goals. Rob last year. He's being robbed this year, playing only 56 games. It's a damn shame because if it was this was a full 82 game season, you'd be talking about Austin Matthews having the goal record for a Toronto Maple Leaf. And wow. I do believe that he is going to be the first Maple Leaf to ever win the Rocket Richard. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I did not know that. That's impressive. I, you can't discredit. He's a great goal scorer. He's one. He's probably like an that next. Stud. He's that next like Ovechkin of our like generation, he's the right? Symbol of the NHL right now. He's going to be taking over Ovechkin's reign when he retires of the best goal scorer in the league. And if he, he's if he's on my team, no big deal. If he remains healthy, well, he won't be for long after his contract's up. Maybe move in back four to, years. Maybe move back to Arizona. In four or something. years, give me a yeah. break. Four years, zero cups. So just if wait he wins me a cup, he can leave right now. He also won't win. Though. They won't. Okay, my enough of this. Enough of this. GM of the year, um, some notable <laughs> names. Montreal's Mark Bergevin, Toronto's Kyle Dubas, Billy Guerin, who I absolutely yeah. love on the Minnesota Wild, and Colorado's Joe Sackick. Now, I know this is going to be skewed because of where everybody finishes in the season, regardless yeah. if you want to say it or not. So who is your pick right now? Well, obviously my pick, obviously a bit Homer of bias. Pick, obviously, Homer pick. <laughs> With bias, but again, with what he's done in the offseason, too, for this season, I think it's Mark Bergevin. He went out, got Tyler Toffoli, seventh in the league in scoring, and Josh Anderson. Not who first, was, like Matthews, no big deal. And Josh Anderson, who is a stud, too, and getting resurrecting his career a bit after having a poor performance last season with Columbus. So I think he did a good job of getting those guys. And he also did a good job of getting those rotations, like with I said, like I said before, with all the injuries with Price, Gallagher, Weber, Deneau. You gotta have you gotta bring some names in that you don't really have in the lineup like Bazile and Ouellette and a bunch of other guys going out getting some more depth defensemen and Gustafson and John Merrill. Um, I think he did a pretty decent job as GM, but these other guys they did great pretty job decent too. Decent job, <laughs> yeah, pretty decent job. I'm not gonna lie, but these other guys did a great job too. Who's your pick? Yeah, 
it's Kyle Dubas. Brock's schema yeah. zone. <laughs> if you want to look at the off season that this guy had to get Toronto where they are now, I think it's a great, great testament to what he did. Signed TJ Brody, signed Zach Bogosian, traded for Felino, Simmons, Thornton, re-signing Spezza. Um, had didn't really lose anybody to free agency. Are they like the, the Buccaneers of the NHL just signing everyone? <laughs> Yeah, but they didn't win the cup. They didn't win the yeah, I know they didn't win the cup because they never will. But I'm just but saying. But the one thing that the Leafs needed lack that they lacked for multiple seasons under Dubas and Shanahan is size, and they definitely got it. Yeah, they did. bring rung it in, and the young guys that they have. I mean, you want to talk about Mikheyev? I mean, come on, he's an absolute stud. You know, eats soup, loves it. Come on, no big deal. He's the man. Doesn't score much goals, but no. it's just once his hands catch up with his feet, he'll be an absolute machine. But they. Kyle Dubas knows how to work it, man. If it's through free agency, if it's through the draft, he just finds some studs. And you look at the team that they have now, most of their guys that they have is homegrown talent, like Marner, Matthews, not Tavares, but nobody different. Nylander, Sandine, Dermott, Morgan Riley, they're all, all their core are homegrown talent. If you look at Montreal, they traded for most of it. Shea Weber, traded for. Um, Josh Anderson, traded for. Max Domi was traded for. Right, most of their top six is not homegrown talent. It doesn't matter. You build a Suzuki good team, you're in the playoffs. Yeah, you, you gotta build team. Yeah, you're team talking somehow. jam of the year though, bro. This is this is going to be either a Kyle Dubas, Kyle Dubas or Joe Sack. for Lou Lamorello, and uh, he was fed everything to him. Uh, I don't agree, but I love Dubas because he's Brock's team of own. Brock's team of own. Jam of the year picks. Who? But Dubas and who? Dubas or Sackett? And Sackett, yeah, Sackett did a great job too. So. You want to talk about Homer picks? You can talk about all you want, but I'm excited for NHL playoffs to start. Hopefully, also, there's fans in the building. Also, our I think we're gonna do an NHL.com uh, pure finesse bracket challenge where we'll make we're not gonna have it on the paper like we did for March Madness, but just make it on NHL.com. We'll post on social media too on how to sign up. But it's pretty straightforward. You go to NHL.com. We're gonna make our the name of the league. We'll send it out to everyone. And you just got to search it up, make your bracket in that league. And what, what do you think the prize should be for this one? Ah, oh, it's a nice picture with me. A nice picture with Jay? Yeah. A I, I signed autograph picture of me and Jay. <laughs> I, I, think that's a, I think that's a fair price. I think so, too. I'm sure they would a lot of money in 10, 15 years. So. Exactly. So you guys you guys want to make a quick $1,000 <laughs> in the future? Just, if just that, make a bracket. maybe like 10000 10000 but yeah, I believe the games start Saturday night. So just get, I'm sure the deadline will be on NHL.com anyway. But yeah. the first game, I believe, is at seven o'clock Saturday between the Bruins and Capitals. So yep. just to get your picks done by then. And just don't be sad when you come in second because I'll be first. So until then, it's Jacob and Cole.